just had to close the door. I don't want my booming voice echoing oh, yeah. through the hallowed halls of don't wanna, the Midwest. Just, you don't want to give away any spilers to the fans. I know, right. Like yeah, to, exactly. Kids, you got to earn this. You got to wait. It live you tomorrow. Fired up. All these podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand Dana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 289 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. And with me, as always, always on my Valentine list. Most awesome. Ooh, I'm your Valentine's. Valentine's, yes. If you Every say that. Valentine's. Valentine. No times. Time. Times, uh, how you doing, bro? Did you guys go out last night? What what is? No, we didn't. Um, uh, we historically really don't celebrate Valentine's Day. We, you know, yeah. we give each other. It's for the kids now. Really, is really what it comes mm-hmm. down to. Little got them some little arts and craftsy projects and all that good stuff. We played yeah, some like family a nice, games, which is nice. Oh, that's fun. It's a nice oh. like little quarter check in for that like mm-hmm. Halloween stash. That is already yeah. it's probably exhausted by now. So you need to upgrade that with getting some chocolate hearts and just like <laughs> sweet sweet hearts and just kind of kind of get to like reestablish those deposits like wherever you're hiding them in. in the yeah, sock we gotta fill the coffers, sure. the candy coffers. Yeah. Gotta, gotta, gotta get it full. It. Yeah, gotta baby. It, what about bro. you? Did you do anything exciting or just chilling? Uh, I did it. Just chilled. Um, my Valentine got me uh got me a really cool gift. I'm like should throw her on the MVP, but you know Cake and Lantern. You've been at Cake and Lantern with me. Yes, I have. Yes. She got me a uh, a little painting, like a oh. original painting of the front and Keg and Lantern. So different than what I thought when you started mentioning Keg and Lantern. I was like, I know gastronomy, the gastronomy yeah. IPA that's coming a barrel. Anything from there is a winner, but yeah, that's yep. uh, that's a definitely winner. So uh, yeah, got a little spoiled. I love it. Uh, yeah, so I I would say we nailed it. But much like that, should nail this pod, bro. Got a jam packed yeah. episode two eighty nine. We got to get right into it. Because I'm excited about something. We got ripped from the headlines. We're going to talk about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Got to do you get? They got to hear our takes. I know it's been a few days, but now that you just got the same old takes going, listen <laughs> to some real podcasters give you a real take about it. Neapolitan Showdown. We're doing top moments that our hearts were broken. Yes, little things that happened in our lives that broke our little hearts. <laughs> I say little because I did stay. Uh, well, we'll see when we go in there. But mine, mine are the younger tip. When uh, things were oh, I like it. I like really it. intense, very, very <laughs> intense. Um, then Brandon, a gambling corner, guys, we're going to look at those 2023 over under final tallies. I'm going to dig into that and see how we did. I got some questions coming out of it. I got some, I got some guesses, but it's funny. Like we introduced me as like the gambling experts, but you're, you're always sneaky. Like you're always, you're always dialed in. You know what goes on because I mean you are. I mean M, does MA have it? So I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if you beat on that. But it's it'll be interesting to see who has the most Mavi dollars and who walked away with the most W's. Ooh. But we do kind of. Uh, like, <laughs> well, the, and I do I do like to say like you're ed- you've educated me. You've educated me in the ways of gambling. I've I think over the last five years that we've we've been podcasting, I've my gambling is like percentage wise is up like. Two thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very easy. It's it's a new hobby. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a new hobby. Doctor Mrs. The Commish was like, uh, she's like, how much did you win and or lose? Yeah, on the Super Bowl, and I was like, well, funny you should mention it. I thought I was down two hundo, but then I found out I won some squares, and then 
DraftKings yeah. waited to pay out on that come from behind. Let's let's get into it in a rip though. That overtime oh, dub. Oh that yeah, yeah. Well, plus thirteen hundred. Yeah, uh, that's got to be the biggest hit you bet you've hit, right? Yeah, Otherwise? exactly. I almost wish I put more on it now that I, you know, I mean, obviously, but okay, that's what happens. Slow, everybody, exactly. slow down. Slows you thinking. Look, that gets horse in the mouth. Uh, I'll take a thirteen to one any day. Um, yeah, yeah, just um, that was a great laydown. So it took a while to pay out. You were afraid, like maybe they didn't acknowledge it because it, it was didn't, overtime yeah, not or something. In real time, yeah, because it said fourth quarter, and then so I was like, oh, they they fucked me on overtime, but it was after yeah. fourth quarter after I read it, but it still took a minute. It took a beat, and it. It was like, you know, it's like waking up Christmas morning. Like, oh, let me just check just where it all settled up. And you're like, oh, wait, I'm up. Yeah. On Christmas morning, it's a bunch of gifts down there. It's just like, oh, that's fine. But like your mom and dad hid like the bicycle outside and they come rolling in at the very end. And you're like, exactly. Uh, Okay, guys. And then we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week, ladies and gentlemen. You're our. It starts now. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read: If you wanna be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. Rip from the headlines: Chiefs win the Super Bowl. That's back to back. That's yep. three in three and five years. They've been there four, four in five years. We got a dynasty on our hands, bro. We do. Call it. Yep. We don't. Call. We do. Okay. Oh, absolutely do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. What's your drawing line for a dynasty? What I mean is it like were the I Giants a dynasty? The the eighties, late eighties, early nineties. No, 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 not those. No, no, the most recent Giants. The most recent Giants. Yeah, the ones that the, yeah, the guys that got like two. Didn't they get two in four years? Two and three years? Uh, I'm just trying to I'm trying to find our no, that's not a dynasty because they were they were wild card. They were not yeah. like dominant. That's you good. Know what we're I mean? just we're riffing, bro. We're figuring it out. I'm I hear you. I hear you. No, no, okay. no, no, no. I got you. That's why you 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 sit me on the twirly bird. I was like, wait, what giants are we talking about? <laughs> Those Eli Manning giants? No, thank you. Uh, yes, I think pass, yeah. Regular season performance definitely leads into a dynasty. Yeah, regular consistently winning at the top of their game. I mean, the last that we've seen is is the Patriots, and before that, you're looking at the Cowboys in the '90s. Mm-hmm. the the 49ers in the 80s you know what yeah. i mean sprinkling in uh so you need the championship was... to be a dynasty right you need multiple championships like the bills like yes. those four back to back in the bills no go for dynasty yeah oh that see that's the one where man that one's really tough to omit because to get there four years in a row and just to dominate the afc like they did um yeah is, but dynasty it's... you can kind of you can kind of feel it in the word like dynasty does have like we have a couple championships. Like we've like yeah, we've hit right? the top of the mountain a couple times. It's yeah, kind of yeah. got to start. It's kind of got to be the first byline in your, yep, your, yep, yep, your yep, biography. Yep, yep. It's like, all right, well, the, how many champions and in, in what duration? And then all the accolades, you know, sp- get sprinkled in there. It, yeah. And that's the thing. If, if, if the, if the bills went two and two in that run, a, it's a totally different. We look totally different at that, that era of, of football, but you know, we, you might be able to, sprinkle them in and in, in that dynasty talk but i think it's like 70s steelers 80s niners 90s cowboysy a little bit cowboys is close right because cowboys had do they have they had three they had three, they had three in yeah. in four three. years or five years um Drink everybody. Yeah, it's drink fine. Everybody. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. But but that's when you just it feels right. And then you got you know you got the 
and the 2000s Patriots, 2010s, still a little Patriots, you know what I mean? And now here in the 2020s. Yeah, it's wild. It's almost like we got dessert and then we just ate dessert immediately after our amazing meal of the Patriots. Like, I kind of wish, I mean, you know, great for Kansas City fans, but I wish we could pace this out a little bit to, you know, have a few years to really appreciate what we had in the Patriots and maybe see like just kind of a little bit more of a, a. roller coaster of you know super bowl people getting in there especially with all these great quarterbacks but i mean the baton handoff was crisp and immediate (laughs) yeah exactly it was literally like well i'll beat you in a super bowl and then you take it from here i'll be in a super bowl i'll retire you're up yep exactly yeah yeah it yeah it definitely was and i definitely think like the nfl couldn't be more thrilled about that transition of power as you will of of a brady to a mahomes you know what I mean? Two great yeah. stars of the league, good ambassadors. You know, I got a little down on on Mahomes being a little on the whiny side. Yeah, we're getting. Yeah, we're getting. I mean, we're like we do. So we're sports reporters. Everybody knows that. Best podcasters yep. in the game. It's pretty yep. obvious. That's yep. why you're listening here. Uh, we are still prone though to get a little bit of that. It's not straight jealousy, but it's like, all right, we've seen enough of this. Like we're yeah. we're as guilty as everybody else. Where it's just like. The spotlight's bright, and we just get like, let's get somebody else new up here because, mm-hmm. yeah, let's keep it interesting. Let's not just see it because unless you're the fan base, like, it just does lose its luster a little bit to see the same team run back and forth, and you need a villain, and the Chiefs are stepping right up into that spotlight, and I think mm-hmm. it's only going to get worse now. It'll be interesting, though, because I remember being uh, – I was with you. I think we were eye-to-eye on just – kind of seeing behind the curtain a little bit on Mahomes and like a little bit of just like like the I him stuff and like a little bit of a tough hang but now like this three peat is really interesting to me. I'm rooting yes. for it. Well here's the thing the three peat is is the most interesting because uh it really could make a very strong argument that this was probably the most like balanced Chiefs team, right? I mean, the defense was as dominant at times for them as and and carried them as much as as Pat Mahomes did on the offensive side. And yeah. they have a lot of free agency questions with Chris Jones, Legarius Sneed, uh, I think Tranquil, who they got in a one year deal. They got a couple guys that they they're not going to be able to bring them all back. Especially this is this is the thing that always crushes dynasties. Is well, we've had we've won a bunch. These guys are fed well in terms of their championship glory. Now they want to go out into the free market. Yeah. Everybody, and, everybody becomes all pros. Yes, exactly. And now I got to get paid because, uh, you know, Chris Jones is on the, uh, you know, you know, at the apex of his career at 30, he's probably only got like four dominant years. So I better cash in now and I could, I could take a pay cut and stay with the team and win maybe more championships. Or I could sit there and go, can I set my family up for generational wealth? I've already got two plus chips, three chips, I think, that he's got. And uh, yeah, let me let me go, let me go get a ninety million dollar contract with seventy guaranteed somewhere. So, do you think it's like it's these contract demands are going to be so high that even the temptation to because I know Mahomes is restructuring a lot like Brady did. Uh, never really know what that means. I get the gist of it, I guess, mm-hmm. where it's just like, hey, going to take like. I'm going to reduce my cap hit right now and kind of defer right. for a few years to figure this out. Uh, I have a couple of questions. I don't want to forget the uh, ask the other. So do you think this three-peat is enough to keep some of these guys picking the chance for a three-peat over that big payday? And also, you don't think so? Okay, I like that face. 
like no, I don't think so. I don't think so because it's like, yeah, I, I, because here's the thing: the three peat, the Legarius Sneeds, will be a, 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 you know, a quilt piece in the overall Chiefs dynasty with Reed, Kelsey, and Mahomes. So I think like their legacy won't be as like solidified in the annals of history as the way those three will. So it's like. I get so it. Not, not, so not enough shine to justify it. Like Sneed's not gonna so. be like it's like, you know, it's just it's the four musketeers. It's like Reed, yeah. Sneed, like Kelsey and Mahomes. Like we all did it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, think of think of all those dynasty teams that we just talked about. It's like it's two or three people, the head coach, right? Belichick, Brady, Gronk, Edelman, you know what I mean? The all offensive guys. We don't really think of like the Ty Laws or the Richard Seymours. Like we 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 remember them when they get their Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, but, but yeah, exactly. Like if yeah, if you pop quiz, like how many teams, how many rings does Sneed have? Like or how many rings does like Ty Law to your point have? Like after all this time, or you know, like um, Teddy Bruschi, like how many rings yeah. does he have? You're just like, oh, like a little two, four. Like, yeah, 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 somewhere in there, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I think like I just don't think that that's enough. I think for guys like Kelsey who are top flight household names, it might matter. You could make that argument for, for the the guys that are like the meat and potato guys. It's like, no, nah, man, I'm, it's, I, I need to get paid now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think the chiefs team is going to be better next year? I, it almost feels like I got to separate it to two. I think the offense has to be better. I do not think that they can. I, I feel like they, they played a little too close to the felt just with offensive weapons. And they're just like, yeah. we can't let that happen again. Well, and the, the offensive line is still not 100%. Like, I'm not sold on the offensive line. Not I think sold on we that saw, center. What's that? Not sold on the center. Yeah, no kidding, right? Like there's low snaps, yeah. And then, and that's the thing, too. It's like we watched the 49ers pass rush perfectly for 58 minutes of that game until the overtime where they just let you know, Mahomes pickup, I think, I think he had like 40 some odd rushing yards in that overtime quarter. I mean, he had a lot of rushing yards of his like 60 yards in that, in that fourth quarter in overtime. So it's yeah. like, you can, you can put a game plan together where you can make him uncomfortable and just kind of not let him rush up the field and kill you that way and not have to put a spy on you on him to like lose somebody in coverage. I just think the, the offensive line has to get it something figured out. I think that they need to be able to run the ball. If they're going to be effective, they need to be able to run the ball super consistently, check down out of the backfield, and then they need one other offensive playmaker. Rasheed Rice is good. Kelsey, we were up and down on him during the season. He really came alive in the playoffs. Yeah. But I think they need one other like weapon. And I don't this doesn't mean like go out and get a first round draft pick. It just means like we need to figure out somebody who's going to be a consistent playmaker, who's going to get those tough third and seven, you know, uh, uh, you know, conversions, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think create a little separation because, you know, like I like, uh, I think both of you and I have talked about this, like, like playing, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, Rice in the second, in the second, second WR or even kind of like that slot position. But I think, having that weapon at least to be able to stretch the field will help everything. Like it'll help open up the running game. And, right. you know, they just, and I think this was also just kind of 
the Chiefs had such a spotlight on him that everything did go wrong. And I really think in these, I mean, these weren't the most confident receivers in the world until Mm -hmm. Rice stepped up. Like they were all, it just happened to be a collection of like flappable dudes that hadn't found the right home that all kind of had like their own issues. Yeah, their their wide receiver core is the island of the misfit toys with Kadarius yeah. Tony, MVS, you know, Sky Moore, uh, McCole Hardman, who they got back. You know what I mean? Like, you know, these guys. I mean, I get it; they don't want to spend the money for a Tyreek Hill, but man, they need they need something. They need somebody with a little juice who can actually like really open up the deep ball because Mahomes was. We talked about in the regular season; he led the league in like screens and like short passes this was not the like mahomes of 2019 throwing 50 tds and just bombing it over the top this was a lot of check down dink and dunks up and down the field i wonder where are we with stefan diggs what's his contract number is that going to be too high uh yeah i'm getting I the vibe that he wants out yeah i'm getting the vibe that it's over in buffalo you think yeah, I think I just remember like seeing like little interviews things. I mean, there's some like not sures or, you know, not the right time to be talking about this. Uh, maybe it was his brother also. I think his brother did another post. Oh, the Diggs boys. Him. Yeah, they like to get on it and they and get do. After I mean, it. they really like to play the, why don't you say this? And it's like, I don't know, mind of his own. Like, all right, <laughs> he ran this by you. Uh, okay, well, we won't get hung up with that. But yeah, I think like maybe who's that receiver in Chicago right now that uh, more? DJ Moore, they just traded for him, so I don't know if yeah, they're gonna a little, little too recent. Yeah. Yeah. And looking at Diggs, I think he has I just wonder he... if he can still command that kind of top dollar price. Yeah, I mean he's got a pretty hefty tag. They'd have to eat a lot of dead money on him. I think like thirty one million bucks. I I never know when the season starts for 2024 yeah. versus 2023 but i mean it's he's sitting at 27 million bucks this year i just don't know if they have that that in the tank you know what i mean it's like they gotta they gotta find somebody who is willing to take you know that randy moss if there is that one if i don't even know what the wide receiver free agent market looks like but they need somebody that's like all right i'll do a one year or two year like super yeah. cheapo deal just to go and win a chip where's judy at wonder where he's at in his contract cycle. Might be time for him. And that would be an interesting kind of just Cause, like. Because I can also see him like, it feels like he just doesn't have like the attitude to get it. And I, it feels like, you know, we're not quite done with Peyton shaking it up. So I could, and I could see the Chiefs kind of having that, that Patriots mentality of like, we can snap anybody in a line, like winning solves everything. Like come here, it'll be all good. Yeah, he's in his fourth year. I think that they did pick up his fifth year option, which which makes him like basically thirteen million bucks. Mm-hmm. If they trade him, they save all of that. Might be interesting. Could be the move. I don't know. Could be the move. Could be the move. Or but chop. That, could be or chop. Or chop. Chop. <laughs> What's that? Is, is chop an acronym? I don't, I don't know what chop means okay. either. I, I, <laughs> I We're too old. <laughs> I just I was like, I know it's not good because it's the I know, other option. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's the opposite of could, be, could the be the move. It's not the yeah. move. Yeah, it's not the move. So yeah, I mean, I think Judy. That, but that's that's exactly right. Like, they need to find a seasoned veteran. But like, if you and I always love like the the young guys, first round guys, second round guys that are like maybe didn't work out with that team. Like, yeah, he's young. There's still some value, and I think you bring a guy like Judy, for example, in, 
you got the the Kelsey, you got the Mahomes, you got the Reed. Like maybe that's just the right seasoning, the right environment, the Patriot way. Speaking of dynasties, maybe it's like the Chiefs way. This is how we do it, man. You come in here, oh, like, you... yeah, like Hollywood Brown. Yeah, but especially since the Cardinals are looking like they're gonna jump after Melvin. I wonder if that's just like you know, or uh, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Jr. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's a bunch of that. There's a bunch of that stuff where you could, if they're smart, if they're if each the GM for the Chiefs is being aggressive, like you can find something. Right, yeah. that's what he was doing with McColl, just trying to get a little bit of juice back in the locker room. Somebody knew the system, yeah. so it's just one of those things. Like you gotta have it, but again, this is this is where the the championship challenge is the three peat. It's like but you still got to address those holes on the defensive end because those guys are those guys are gonna want to get paid. Lejarius Sneed is gonna want to get paid. Chris Jones is want, gonna want to get paid. Somebody's gonna someone's gonna be out there. I don't see how they. Yeah, I, the musical chair. Somebody. Yeah, but I I, I just I do feel like the chiefs would rather get back in the mentality of just like, we'll outscore someone and leave a little bit of a hole on the defensive side to get themselves an offensive weapon. Yeah. Cause I don't think they want to win like this again. Definitely. It's the most pressure that we see them. Um, all right. So I have some, um, we're definitely going to get into the coin flip and you and I see eye to eye, but we're definitely talking about the overtime coin flip. Okay. Uh, I want to talk kind of biggest plays and I wanted to talk to you on what you think the biggest and where you really felt the momentum shift. And I broke it down to, um, I got three plays here. Okay. So I got the muff punt. Oh, brutal. Uh, you know, we already were in the second half. Mahomes has already thrown an interception. Uh, they've just been completely unable to move the ball. And, you know, the play after this muff punt, you just kind of feel like it's in Kansas City's DNA to just capitalize. Like they've been so just, you know, bear kind of in that mm-hmm. red zone area and anemic and not be able to get things done and they score a touchdown immediately so let me give you all mine and see if i'm missing one and then you let me know how you rank these okay. um i got missing the extra point so yeah so uh 49ers score a touchdown uh they go up by they go by three they line up for the extra point uh and pretty much gives the chiefs the chance to go down and tie with the field goal as opposed to, you know, being able to put the game, uh, not have to score a touchdown with the amount of tough time that was left. They were definitely gonna have to go for a touchdown because they couldn't count on two possessions. Yeah. Uh, so that there was that, which was gigantic. And then not converting, not San Francisco, not converting on third and four in regulation when they had the ball around, I think it was like the, the 27 yard line, 25 yard line. And how this was huge for that field goal. Yeah. Yeah. Settle for the field goal. Cause I think we're, we're right over two minutes or nowhere under the two minute warning because, uh, I remember screaming at Andy Reid to take that two minute that timeout before the two minute warning, but under it, and you know they convert that like it's it's Neils, it's you know it's Neils and field goal, and that's it. Yeah. Um, am I missing any big play? Uh, and do any one of those pop out as just the biggest like, uh, oh San Francisco, this is where you kind of fucked yourself. And you're saying you're just saying regular season, right? Regulation or regular regulation time, not overtime. Oh, you can bring in you can bring in the overtime. I didn't hate the, you know, uh, I thought they would. They got pressure on them. I, I don't know if that was – I don't see that as 49ers dropping the ball as much. Like, of course, I would have liked them to score a touchdown. Honestly, in that, like I see Kansas City coming back and scoring a touchdown regardless, which might get us into the coin flip play. But if you have something in overtime, that's fine. If, if you're saying, like, just kind of letting Chris Jones untouched go up the middle. like Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that is the, that's the biggest – to me, that's the biggest – play that's a good that's a good point because that's not just like the defense coming together and stopping you that's that's a blown assignment that's just a missed assignment and 
the other side of that is on the back side of that play. And I, I think the I think the play was designed for Jennings, but the back side of that play is a uke beating, I think it was Sneed or I think maybe McDuffie. Yeah, he fell down. on the ground. He is wide open. That yeah. is touchdown city. And if Purdy sees him, and and I and hats off to Purdy. We were talked a lot in our props, like four ints working that out. He looked pretty just, like settled. He did. I was I was four short on that bet. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. It. Just missed. Just outside. But that one, that one has to be the biggest one. The muffed punt is to me is number two because that's such a momentum swing and such like a just a. I don't even want to like I don't even know how you call it. It's a mistake, sure, but it's like an effort play where it's just like a freak accident. Like it just it just kicks off the guy's heel. Yeah, and, and it's then... such it's such a field flip too. Yeah, like you know, like oh it's just God. like connecting on like you know, like on a sixty yard bomb. Like it's and, just... and we talked about we talked about in the in the Lions Forty ers game, like having that momentum swing, right? Like the Real. the fumble, you know, it's the exact same thing for the Forty ers in that Lions game where Gibbs fumbles right after they scored to, now it's like, Oh shit, we're rolling. And that is with a competent chiefs team, a championship te- chiefs teams at Pat Mahomes. That's like, you can't give them that you can't give that up. And you feel bad for the, the gunner who just like kicks off his heels. And I, I I've seen arguments about Ray, Ray, Ray McLeod, like we well, should have dove on it. I mean, he's trying to make a play. Like it's such reaction. Like boom, boom. It's like, Oh shit. Now I got to do something. Yeah. It's not like he wasn't trying to fucking he, he wasn't Cam Newtoning it in the pile. He was trying to fucking pick it, scoop it, and get something out of that. Yeah, figuring it out. Uh yeah, that's good. I, I do want to give him up, but I am gonna give my biggest play to not converting that that third and four in regulation. Just because that is out of all these plays, like that is literally a play. If you convert, you win the football game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you <laughs> you get that and you get to you know do what you want. But it was a hell of a game. Hell it was it game. was a great game. It got real. It was a little boring in the first half, mm-hmm. and then it started to gain momentum as as the Chiefs kind of got a little bit of life in there. And I really still thought that, like, I, I even in the overtime, we can talk about the OT decision, but like, I still felt like even in the o- overtime, it was all the adversity that the 49ers had had. Hittle goes out. Greenlaw tears his ACL. I think one of their offensive linemen goes down as well, too. Like, these are not in, insignificant things. Like, the the 49ers just had a just a whirlwind of bad just luck in that game that, yeah. you know, injuries and what have you. Losing Greenlaw is low-key is one of the things that really damaged them defensively because if you look at, I think, the numbers – like Kelsey went off pretty much after Greenlaw goes down. So you don't want to sit there and say, well, he's not going to get any catches thereafter, but he was non-existent in the first like quarter and a half of the game. I yeah. think he had all of his catches in the second half and Greenlaw went down basically at the top of the second quarter there. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Uh, talk about the coin flip real fast. Yeah. So you're saying like, even though they got to, San Francisco getting it to overtime seemed like they should be able to come together because they had just went through all those adversities and still were in it to win the game. And they, so they took the coin flip, like people, I mean, this is like the, just the average fandom we want to hop on. And I know I brought this up early in the year about college football. And I want to tell you why 
this coin flip isn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, the decision to receive it, even with the new overtime rules, it's not. It's not. It really isn't. I don't. I. I get everyone wants to glom on to the like. Oh, they blew it. They didn't know the. And they keep moving the argument. It's like, oh, they didn't know the rules. Well, they know what the. the that's not, that's my thing. This is two different arguments because I think, I mean, I would think Kyle Shanahan. Like they tell us, like I don't know if he's changing his stories, but. I would have to assume that one conversation they have before they go into the game is just like, how would we handle overtime in the Super Bowl? Sure. Like, it, I, feel, it, I feel like they have to, that, that, that decision has to be there. It's not like a knee jerk in the moment. Right. And does it, and, and, and they know what they're doing. They're calling the plays. The players are playing. The players aren't going to be like, I'll just take it easy. Cause if we score, we win. Like I, it doesn't like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, Oh, the players don't know. So they're not prepared. It's like, they don't need to know. They need yeah. to know that they like execute the plays and we want to yeah. score a touchdown. Well, they sure shit know they did know that they weren't winning the game off a field goal. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, exactly. They know to block Chris fucking Jones. Yes. <laughs> like, think... Yeah, exactly. None of that had anything to do with not knowing or the preparedness. It's one of those things where like un uh, unfairly, I think at times we want to like look at for the these boogeyman, like that's the moment that lost them the game. And it's like, no. Yeah, all this shit led up to this, and this is one part of it. This is a strategic move, and you could you could debate it. I don't think it's as clear cut like you have to take the ball. No, you don't. Well, they I did don't... they they did the math, and the big thing that when you talk about that differentiates it from college football. In case everybody hasn't caught up on this, maybe you're a casual fan. Thanks for listening. Uh, is college football? It goes back and forth, and in college football, you're going to get an equal number of possessions. Right. In the NFL, it goes to sudden death after both possessions. So the overtime rules for the postseason is both teams, no matter if the first team scores a touchdown, will touch the ball. After both those scenarios happen, like if Kansas City comes down and scores a field goal, San Francisco is getting the football, and we're in sudden death. Like San Francisco yeah. can go down and kick a field goal. So that's game third, over. That third possession weighs in, and the stats say it is a coin flip. Like it's 50-point something to 49-point something, but all that's a coin flip. Now, I will – I'm just defending this because I'm – I love it. Loving, I love it. I'm I love it. it. Thank you. Thank you for the gameplay. Like it's – because my the, the position – the second – like the second possession is weighted against the first possession, but the third possession, we know definitively – what that is you know what absolutely. i mean absolutely yeah yeah and you have to take that into account like yes. if you if you go down there and score a touchdown you're you know you're guaranteed unless they go for two-point conversion the chief said they would go for a two-point conversion i think that's absolute bullshit i think that's something you say like totally afterwards just like because we got balls of stone it's just like there's no way after the way your fucking defense has been playing like how hot mahomes is right now you're not going to leave it to a coin flip like you're going to give it back to san francisco and yeah. you're going to try to like hold them to not you know kick a field goal uh all that being said, like I would, uh, I don't mind the call. I don't know if I totally believe that Kyle Shanahan knew. There's a part of me that, like, the way he answered, like, didn't ring true to me. There was like kind of grasping for something that made sense without being specific. Yeah. And I just want to, I want to close this out with like, what's your call? Do you take the ball? If you're San Francisco, do you take the ball first or do you defer? I think you have to look at. I think you. I think it's not just like a. a I don't think that decision is made in a vacuum of just this or that. I think you have to look at the momentum of the game and where you're coming. My defense, how they're playing. Do I think we can stop them? How their offense is playing? Do I yeah. think we can come down and get a score? Like I'm weighing all those things. It's not just solely like, cause you're, cause you're saying like, it's basically a coin flip. And in that I have to look for other factors to give me information to make the, the, the educated 
Yes. If our defense has just been run ragged and it's fucking and Mahomes is killing us to and they they've just rallied back. Yeah, maybe I take the ball and hopefully that we can put one in and score a touchdown and then put the pressure back on them because then we've just insulated ourselves. You score a touchdown, you insulate yourself from any opportunity. Like you said, aside from the two-point conversion. All right, fine. Go for the two-point conversion. Take put all the pressure on you. That's all the pressure on you. Then we get the ball back and then we try and fucking score and win this game and get out of here. Yeah, it's the same thing I was saying about college football. Like there there still is that advantage if the 49ers elect to go ahead and kick it to the Chiefs and the Chiefs score a touchdown. Now the 49ers, they're going for it on that fourth and sixth. You know, right. when they did block Chris Jones, like now they're just like they're going for it again. So it is like one additional play that you kind of get to pin your ears back on the offensive side and just be like, we're going for it on fourth every time because we have to. And that's really valuable to have like 33% more plays, right. which is why I call that out in the college game, which you absolutely have to defer to in the college game. Because once you get lined up for what you want, like you get to go for it, you know, every time. Yeah. 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 yeah I, it's one of those things where I think it was in the moment, it didn't strike me. And everyone seemed to, no one was like going nuts in the moment. So it wasn't so patently obvious. I know. I just, yeah, I get, I just get super fatigued of like smart guy, like smart bike, smart guy, casual football fan that just wants to talk about how big of a mistake it was, like how it, yeah. and I even know this guy just kind of like put on blinders because he caught a stat and then second guess the coach. It's just like, yeah. I will, I am on this podcast. Bury those bros. You're going down, bros. <laughs> no shit. Come up in a bar, four IPAs deep, talking. It's just like, there's got to be conclusive evidence. Like, he's got to finish the pass all the way. Shut the fuck up. I was watching football, bro. Bro. Let's score. All right, Neil Pops and Showdown. Bring us to the jam. Ooh, we're getting right. We're getting cooking. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. You can feel that this one's going to be, this one's going to be a banger. Hold me now. Oh, sell my name. Stay with me. All right. Top heartbreaking moments. Let's talk some heartbreak, bro. I'm having heartbroken, bro. It's, you know, you are broken. Paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. I wonder if I got one. I got, I wonder if I got one of the spots. It, it angers me and it doesn't make any sense because you are a gorgeous man. You they, know you're oh, a gorgeous look at man. You. And you are. Look I never you. I think about this. I think about this conversation like it's shown up on the pot, I think, twice. I think about it like once every six months, especially when I see those baby blues of yours in person. I'm just like, this chick was insane. This dog face Dawson nickname, it angers me. I it know, boils right? my blood. Is I it know. on the list? No, it's not. It's constant. Oh, okay. okay. Not, not I went, I went, uh, I went some serious heartbreak. I, I, <laughs> they, they ramp up. They ramp okay, up. Okay. I try to, I kept it, I kept it super light. I don't, I'll start off with this one. Yeah, um, please do. This is heart, heart, <laughs> heartbreak. This might be a little ego break. Uh, okay. it's kind of wild to bring it up. But in my third spot, speaking of Keg and Lantern, um, there's a bartender at the Keg and Lantern. We'll leave her unnamed, but it was my regular spot, you know, kind yeah, of flirting. I like it. Felt I was getting the green light, you know, like let's you sure. know, let's hang hang out somewhere where you're not clocking in and I'm not tipping you 35%. Yeah, like I don't exactly. know if you would be interested in that. Uh yeah, asked her out and it was just like the straight, like, no. Like it yeah, it wasn't churched up, 
it wasn't just like I have a boyfriend. It wasn't like, oh, like I don't like, huh, like laugh it off. Or it's just like, uh, maybe, yeah, just kind of put me off. Like it was just straight, like, no, I'm not interested. And I was just like, I just, I, it, it wasn't, it was an ego blow. And I got to go back. I'm not going to not drink at that bar. Oh. <laughs> it's just like going back into Keg and Lantern with the, uh, the not interested being like, what can I get you today? And it's just like, well, I am interested in that IPA right there. So let's yeah. get that going. And, that's all you have to talk to me. Oh man, I uh, I had th- this just unlocked. I just remembered this. I had. Oh, I know you probably. <laughs> I PTSD. had I had something this very similar. Up. I was working yeah. when we was in L.A. pre. This is pre Doctor Mrs. the Commish. I had just recently broken up with a girl and was just like, all right, you know, I'm just going out here. Let's just take it. And I was working at a restaurant called Gordon Biersch in Burbank, and there was this beautiful young. That's right by my house, bro. Yeah, I know where I used to work at. there. Yeah. yeah, I used to work there. It's like across it. across the street from Wakano. Uh, well, I don't know what was there back then. I don't remember, but yeah, that's awesome. And, and so, uh, beautiful, beautiful new hostess. Obviously, in the restaurant scene, you know the restaurant scene. Everybody, it's like incestuous. Everyone thousand percent took yeah. it up with everyone. So I was like, oh, I better. I'm I, I'm feeling my oats. I better go out there, chatting her up, talking, laughing, ha ha ha. Go up there and do the same thing, same exact thing. Ask her out, and she's just like, "No." And I was like, "What? Yeah, no, no." What yeah, we saw some like some fucking ego maniacs right now. I'll tell you that. But I, th- I think the more thing we're hitting on is just like a direct no. Like it just yes. stinks. It just sticks yes. with you. And if there's usually like there is kind of a courtesy that's not necessary, but usually you know you can. There's a softer way, so it's just those stick out a little bit. Just an in your face, like I am not interested in you, sir. Yeah, it's not one of those things where it's not like, oh, I, how could she turn me down? It's no. like you said, the directness. Mine is a of little it. bit, but tell your story. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, no. <laughs> right, but it's the directness <laughs> of it, yeah. and it wasn't even like. And I've been turned down. I've been shot down before. That's not the problem. The problem is, is like usually, like just lie to me and say that you have a boyfriend. Yeah, like do me the courtesy of that. That yeah, this day and age, like it's it's like one drink and then it's ghosted on text messages, like an adult. Like hit me yeah, with that, exactly. hit me with that old one too. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. All right, so mine, I'm gonna go my number three. I'm, this th- I remember this. So this is my first like heartbreak, and this this young woman or older woman now, wherever she is, uh, I don't exactly remember her name. But I'm just gonna call her Liz for the sake of the story, but she was a senior in high school and she was in i think an elective like an english writing like creative writing class with me when i was 15 so i was maybe just a freshman and or just just a new sophomore but she was beautiful she had like Mm -hmm. the pixie haircut she was everything that i wasn't like she wasn't into sports she wasn't into that she was like she was like the cool older chick that like smoked and hung out with like older college people. Like she was a real woman and she invited me. We, we sat in the back of the class. I was spitting my game, my 15 year old game and just <laughs> sure. and making her laugh and, and, and having a great time. And I had such a crush on this Liz girl. Cause like I said, like she, this is the girl that would never pick me. She was totally like into music and cult and all that stuff that I was. And I was just a big, big, you know, goof. And so she invites me to her birthday party. And I was like, hell yes, I'm going to this birthday party. Yeah. And I was like, maybe just me, you know, cause you're 15. You're like, maybe there's a chance. Maybe yeah. there's a chance. And 
we get there and it's even at like almost like a it's like a club almost it's like a like but it's for like 18 and under so it's like one of those things but in in my mind it was like this is this is like a real deal like adult party this is this is some serious shit like i had to really think about the clothes that i wore brought her a gift and all this other stuff and i'll never forget i saw her from like across the like dance floor thing and she was talking with a bunch of people and then in comes this like Kurt Cobain, fucking Jared Cat- Catalano from My So-Called Life, just this like handsome, thin, leather jacket, longish hair, rock and roll dude, comes strolling in, gives her a big hug, and then kisses her. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, in my mind, I had built up like, I'm going to make a move. I'm going to ask her. I'm going to do it. I'm going after the older woman. We're vibing in creative writing class. And I just get just annihilated. I'm a puddle in there. And I'm just like, I just want to go home. This like you were sucks. so friend zone. There was no even courtesy necessary for her to let you know. Oh, that's yeah. how deep you were in friend zone. Oh, yeah, exactly. And this is, the, oh, great. This is the first time, first run for me figuring this out as a young 15 year old man. And I was just like, oh, man, did I. I just read this so fucking wrong. I can't believe I thought this. And I was like, I am such a dork. I need to get out of here. Because I didn't know no one, like no one from our school was there. Like she was the chick, like she was, Brandon, she was beautiful. And she didn't hang out with anybody. And I was like, I'm in, I'm fucking in. Yeah. She was one of those just like, she was so beautiful. Like she would, she had to date someone from like two school districts over. Like we all had like those girls in the middle of like, she was just not even interested in not only anyone in class, like anyone in her school. Yeah, like yeah. that guy could have been in fucking college. For all he for know. sure was in college. He might have been 26. <laughs> Something illegal might have been going on. Uh, all right, my number two spot. This reminded me. So I switched out my number two. I had something like from second grade that was a little going to be funny. But this actually, you showed a little heart. So I'll, I'll show a little heart here. This is oh, it's my, gonna get, There's going to be a lot more heart coming up. This is my fifth grade to sixth grade girlfriend. She okay. was... She was on. She was the sister of two of the brothers that were on my baseball team. So it was all like we would all, you know, I'd go hang out at their house, you know, first kiss at her grandparents' house, like that. They stayed with their grandparents because they were visiting for the summer, so they weren't there during the school year. So we decided, you know, so into each other that we would do, you know, long distance relationship between like during I think my sixth grade year because that makes sense. Writing letters back and forth, like you know, we didn't have any of the internet back then. It was the exciting like. You know, you get home and then like your stepmom would be like, a letter showed up for you today and it have all that like writing on the outside of the envelope. And it was like exciting and reading letters back and forth. Uh, and then so she got back and we spent that other summer together. But towards the end of that summer, she was just like, hey, is there like, you know, is there anyone like in your class that's like cuter than I am? And I was just like, no, no, absolutely. Like, not at all. Like, number one, she's just like, she's like, why are you asking? She was just like, oh, I just like, you know. There's someone like in my class that's like cuter than you. Like his name's like, and she's given his name's like Jeremiah. I, I I swear to God, I think that's his name. And so it was just like, it was that first like the dust settling of just like, oh, you're no longer in the driver's seat, and this is this interest is fading, and this summer's about to be over, and she is going back <laughs> to spend that entire seventh grade school year with Jeremiah. So this is this is over, brah. And just like the flashbang ringing in your ears as you hear that, you're like, Wah. yeah, because yeah, because it's be like it's you know it's your first time kind of being slowly broken up with. So you're in your mind, you're just like, oh, I kind of don't get what this game is. Like, why are we naming other people that we're more interested in? And it's just like, oh, this is why we're doing it. Uh, I, 
dude it, yeah. it's such like a painful thing like it's so funny to look back at it now and just like how ridiculous it is and 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 fun and, and that's a really good one too but it is so funny you're like man we just didn't know how to handle anything like that like i'm sure that there's i'm sure on the other side that there's things that i've said to girls like that in that realm that are For like, sure yeah i didn't mean to i didn't know what i was doing i, th- I thought i was being casual just- or calm you know it's just a feeling that you can't, I mean, you have three kids, like you just can't prep a human being for it. Like they just go yeah. through puberty or whatever. And it's just like, Hey, like, by the way, <laughs> you haven't experienced this yet, but there's going to be a feeling that is the worst feeling you've ever felt. You're going right. to be devastated. I swear to God, it'll fade. Yeah. I swear to God, listen to, have them listen to the podcast. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. 25 years later, like you'll definitely be over it. But in the time, it's going to be so intense. You'll swear to God, no one else has felt it before. And you swear to God, you'll never recover. Exactly. A hundred percent correct. So my And it's going two. to happen to everybody. What's your number It's two? going to happen. Yeah. And it's going to happen multiple times in your life. Yeah. Like you're going to do it and it's going to happen to you. And it's just going to get yeah, exactly. slightly easier each time. <laughs> Right, exactly. The best you can hope for is you come out with some equilibrium where it wasn't too much one yeah, way or the other, right? A little, some some kind of ego. Yeah, exactly. Be. So then, uh, so my number two. So I had, I had, I only had two. No, I take that back. I had three girlfriends, like serious girlfriends in college. Dated, did yeah, the you whole did. thing. Yeah, yeah, simultaneously, bro. Simultaneously. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. It's not how this, what this challenge is about. It's not what this knee is about. No, I um. So my first girlfriend in college, you know, doing the whole thing. I was like, oh, you know, really kind of getting serious a little bit. You know, looking back at, it, I would have told myself, don't get serious. It's, college is not the time to get serious. But I I knew what I was doing, right? And so, and I wanted a girlfriend, and that was that's the other thing. And then you know, so we get in there dating, and then she definitely started to fade on our relationship for sure. Definitely broke up with me, bummed. All right. So she had left some stuff over at my place. So then I go over to her apartment and uh, just bringing it over there. And like her roommates are there in the living room. And thinking back on it later, I, I know why the, their reaction was the way it was. Like I came in, knock on there, and they're like, oh, because they didn't call. You know, this is kind of like cell phones aren't like a huge thing. Yeah. Don't call. I don't text. It's not like I'm coming over. It's just like, I'm like, I'm, I'm here. I got this stuff. And they're like, oh, 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 okay. And you can tell that they're like scrambling. I'm like, well, I'm just going to go drop it off in a room and then walk in there. Lights off in the room, flip open the lights. My ex-girlfriend is there just snuggling on a bed. The the body, my body, my, the breakup isn't even fucking oh, old, yeah. dude. Not making out, not doing anything, but just snuggling. Even worse. And, and the snuggling even worse. was fucking was was awful was soul crushing and i was like what am i doing why the fuck did i go and like i'm gonna be the nice guy and like put it on her bed and like you know you you broke up with me but you know i'm still a nice guy and here she is fucking ready to move on and gotten i interrupt i definitely like blew the mood a little bit because she was like and then i don't even think she ran out after me i think she was just kind of like oh that was weird like you know what i mean like yeah it was one of those things where, like, I maybe she was embarrassed. She didn't know what to do. Maybe I was embarrassed. I ran out. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck, man. That Good. sucked. That was sucked. And that was on me. I shouldn't have just barged into someone's room. But at the same time, just trying to be a good guy and just, like, put your clothes there on the bed and be nice. And Who the fuck is this guy? Do you got his name, bro? I, I know, right? I'm gonna, and you then, got his oh, fucking here's name? Here's the thing, too. 
I was one of the dudes that lived like lived above them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, guy. That he was waiting yeah. in the wings. Just waiting, you fucking scuzzball. Wait, so the lights were totally they weren't even watching TV. They were just cuddling in the dark. They were cuddling. I'm sure they were I'm sure they were hooking up, but it was not like Damn. it was no there was no nakedness going on. Yeah. It just looked like they were snuggling. And I was like, motherfucker. I was God always damn. a big fan. I was just like, no matter what, bro, I say this to myself in the mirror. I was like, no matter what, you have to save face. Yes. Like, I don't care if your heart's fucking torn out. You walk down, you keep your fucking head up. You're fine. Never even gave you a second thought. Move on. Got to do that, man. Well, yeah. I would have. Oh, I can't imagine seeing that. I would have been like, no problem. Get it, bro. Would give me a little fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my, yeah. I know. Yeah. I definitely like. I didn't do or say anything. I was kind of like, oh, it was shocking. I was like, oh, processing. Like, let's just get out of here. Here you go. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, gotta wrap that up. Yeah. And also the uh, the friends just letting you walk into that booby trap. Maybe a little on my way out. I'm like, little heads up, next guys. Right, like, no, right. <laughs> leaving a brother like, hanging out there in a branch. I know. I was like, I was like, your roommates fucking hate you because they just let me just like <laughs> come in here and blow up your spot. Like they should have just been like, no, 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 we'll take it. They knew what I was doing. Yeah. They, oh, maybe they just wanted a little shot and Freud, just a little something. You were in the driver's seat. I felt oh, that one, bro. Yeah. Got that flashback. Number number one's gonna be rough. Okay, I'll get through my number one real fast. We gotta, gotta pull up a seat for this one. Uh, number one. Okay. Uh, so fourth grade, we're in fourth grade now. A little grade. short, okay. brandana, probably clocking in at four six, four seven. Yeah. Uh, anyway, had had the crush on like one of the popular girls, as we do. Um, she wanted to choreograph a dance. I was a fucking nerd. She wanted to do it for the talent show. I was one of those guys that was like, yeah, I'll be. And I think the only guy, me and some other nerd that would definitely friend zone. Maybe it was the two of us. Choreographing that dance for the talent show. She chickens out for the talent show, doesn't do it. Uh, can't ever quite get her attention. Uh, so I'm like, I gotta make her, I gotta make a run at this. I gotta do something. I was like, when's the next skating party coming up? Skating parties were a big thing in the fourth grade, bro. Oh, yeah. Big oh, yeah. thing. And then I think they call it the snowball. We didn't call it the snowball. I don't know what they call it, but it's, it's that last dance where like you hold hands, like yep. the last dance, like the last skate, like everybody's holding hands with somebody. So I asked her, I was just like, do like, I finally got the courage and I was like, I think it was day of, it's like tonight at the skating party, like, do you want to, you know, uh, skate the last song together? After that, that took all the stones I had. I'm, I'm getting, my heart's pal- palloping right now, palatating, pal- pal- beating fast. Pal- 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 uh, yeah. So I asked her, uh, she yes go there so i'm like i can't even concentrate like i can't even see if i could straight like skate through this entire thing you know uh getting soda pops just waiting for the last one to come yeah man last songs there and i'm just like all right i already got i already got the okay i got the yes gotta skate over you know uh ready to throw down on this dance and feel that sweaty palm to be the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my life yeah Uh, so i go to skate over She's already skating with, I think, her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend, and they're already like holding hands. So I just, I, I lose it, brother. I start bawling off in a corner. This gets fucking worse. <laughs> this gets worse. This gets oh, more no. pathetic. You didn't think that was. Uh, halfway through that last song, uh, I like, I kind of like get the tears out of my eyes, yeah. and I look up, and she has skated up to me, and she just like holds out her hand. And then we skate for the last half of that song, which she is gave you, she gave you sloppy skates. 
She, yeah, I got sloppy skates. Uh, in a face that had been obvious that it was crying. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, just give me one second. Oh, man. Oh. oh. Sorry, guys. We're going to have to end the podcast now. This this is a bad idea. I don't know why we did this. That's the one spot. Ooh, that's tough, man. That's, but this is, this. you know, here the thing. You could look at this as, like, this is your origin story from from your story number two, the saving face MO that you're talking about. Oh yeah, that's, that's where it is. Like, I this, mean, this that's, is, that's, yes. that's, that's the moment. The Never DNA again. and the DNA and hey, don't walk up to them and just cry right in front of them. It's just like, yeah, I think I'll, <laughs> I think I'll write that down. I think I'll take a little note. That's an don't interesting do that angle. Anymore. Oh man, did anyone see you from school? Like, did anyone catch a like? Because the, there's a risk that kids are terrible. Where that like? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this was. Yeah, we got to remember what year this was. This was two thumbs. Uh, Kids were looking for an excuse to make it. I like get big yeah. fun of for like parting your hair the wrong way. Like, oh, yeah. yeah F bombs right. flying all over the place. It was bullying, was an art. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was definitely like there was no safety. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like people knew I was a crier by then. Like, I, I didn't have to worry about dropping the ranks of popularity. Like, I was already low on the total pole. So, I'm sure most of the kids were just like, this is on brand. Just crying over right. there. That, that makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The good thing is, is that like two years later, you're in middle school and everything is changed up and down right there so it yeah. doesn't even matter yeah till jeremiah but yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a tough one so this is this is fourth grade heartbreak i'm going i'm going another adult story i'm going another i'm going back to college right. probably the the you know we've all had that one girlfriend or boyfriend that we just can't shake we know they're not right for us but we can't escape Whatever it is, I think. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we got it. We've we've all been there. So, this is my girlfriend. We'll, we'll call her Steph. So Steph, Steph, we had Steph and I were like two ships passing in the night because we had seen each other in parties. We kind of knew the same people. Definitely flirt, flirtation. Definitely a vibe. But she had this long term boyfriend that she didn't want and just really entrenched in her. Wait, life. is this before or after the first college story? Where are we on this the is after this is after this is after that. So you ain't is, leaving no matter what happens in this relationship. You're not leaving a box in her bed with all her stuff. No, 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 definitely not. No, 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 yeah. definitely not. You know, and, and if anything, like she was definitely throwing me some vibes, but I was like, I'm not, you know, like you have a boyfriend. I'm not, we're not doing that, but we're definitely a big time flirtation attraction. I, yeah. So breaks up with her boyfriend. We get together. We have, you know, a very, quick and like we were together a lot all the time and and uh you know i really i really liked her a lot so then it's probably like six seven months later and then we kind of like have a little bit of like maybe not it actually wasn't even that long it was like three months later then it's like hey, i don't know if we're this is moving too fast like you know i just basically like upended my life for this relationship so we kind of are like not kind of like break up, but we're still hanging out all the time. Right. And then her and I were at this party with all of my, my buddies and my, my roommate in college, my, my good buddy, John, who was, you met him at our, at our wedding. Um, John comes up to me and he was like, cause the night was ending. And he was like, he's like, Hey man, just fucking leave her alone. Leave stuff. Let her go home. Fucking hang out with us. Chill with us. Hang out with us. I was like, no dude, I'm, gonna go home like we're done it's like two in the morning 2 30 whatever i'm gonna go home he's like dude don't go and he's like pleading with me don't go and i was like john what are, like i, I don't want to play more drinking games we're gonna go home 
go home, wake up in the morning, rattle out the cobwebs. I go home. I see John and he's like, Hey man, he's like, I, I didn't want to tell you at the party cause I didn't want to fuck you up. But he's like, I, I ran into her good, like high school friend at the party. And she basically told me that Steph is basically dating you and dating the ex-boyfriend, like hooking up with you and hooking up with him. And I was like, this fucking bitch. Like how, like why, why? And so when then I call her, this is the worst part. So I call her and I was like, Hey, so you're still like hooking up with so-and-so. And she was like, and she definitely was that type of person who was kind of like, well, yeah, but we're not together. So like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, come on, dude. Like Playing really? the area. Yeah. yeah. Like major gray area. And like, this is not like we were on a break fucking friends, by the way, friends is her favorite show. So, I mean, I definitely <laughs> think she was like pulling that like back out to it, but man, it just had So like anytime that like she would call or text, my buddy, John would be like six, 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 the devil. Cause she was <laughs> the worst. She was the worst and continued to be the worst in my life until basically I moved to California. So it was like, <laughs> fuck. Ruff, God, ruff, 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 uh, well, yeah, we'll give you the one spot, bro. Cause you didn't, you. you stepped up to the plate and you're like, fuck it. If we're doing dangas, we're doing dangas. I put them out of the park. Exactly. Uh, I, look, I have, we all have them. It's fun to say. I enjoy it. I wanted to get yeah. it out there. I love it. I, I, I can, you know, it's, it's great. Cause you, you know, I'm, you know, now I don't want to go the other direction, but I have a great life. I have a wife, I have a beautiful life. I love her. It's great. All this led it to that. All these moments led to that. So if anybody's out there listening, all this bullshit, Brandana crying in the fourth grade, uh, you know, corner of the, right. the skating ring led to this. Now look led at to this. Yeah. Been a Very podcast. Happy rap, bro. He's yeah. a handsome bro. Look at him. Uh, yeah. I almost got a, I got an MVP, uh, john a little bit i'm gonna steal the mvp yeah 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 for those that's true that, dog. That, that yeah that ain't an easy conversation that's an easier like i'll let him find out he was he was trying to put in work the night before like everybody's yeah. drinking didn't spill the beans the night before like got a silver hat on and he was just like all right if i gotta do the lord's work put on his boots yeah what a what a needle thread right to get that bomb to not be like and just just make it super awkward just ruin the whole like Make a yeah. big to do, make a big scene, which is what ninety percent of the time that's what happens. That's what ends up happening, and yeah. it's a big whole thing. And then I'm crying in the, you know, in the bushes outside of the the frat house, right? Like that's yeah. me. That's my moment. Waits for me to, you know, go off, do my thing, come back. Hey, I got to sit you down. I didn't listen. She had her claws yeah. in me, B. She had her Man. claws in me. It took me a lot to <laughs> fucking fight out of that. All he had was the information, not the vaccine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's say Brandon and Camille Corner next week. We're gonna need all the content we can get. So I'm gonna oh, take our time yeah. to go through that. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, baby. Yeah, because that's a good, that's a 25 minute trip. Uh, MVP of the week. Gonna give it to my boy Ben Affleck. I mean, the Dunk Kings. Uh, what a blast. Just when just when you think this guy's just like above it all with all his memes and getting shit for being all hungover with the coffee in it and just smoking a cigarette, like the ability to make fun of himself. I just love that. Uh no better Hollywood friendship than Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah. The um how do you like them donuts? The way Matt Damon <laughs> delivers it. I can't get over it. Uh the fact JLR participates, like just what uh what a relationship they have. I just I just Tom Brady's in it. I just I just I gobble that shit up. I fucking. It was. It's the best. It's the best moment of commercials. It's the funniest. It's 
like there's so much content that's come out from it i'm like this is like whoever came up with this concept i don't know who did it or if it's ben affleck and matt damon they're like we're gonna just riff and have a great time like this is a concept we came up it's fun it's so fun i love it i enjoy like you like little jokes when he's just like yeah i brought i brought my mix like in his thing and it's just like on a cd and he's just like you know what i mean he's a transfer he's like i think i remember how these work like there's (laughs) just so many details on the joke yeah there it's it's really it's really fucking funny and it just it just shows like ben effort catches a lot of shit but it's like this guy he's a fucking monster talent like funny charismatic like the whole thing like just playing the bit like what yeah he's just like i do i do more long form entertainment like movies (laughs) it's something that was like people were excited about early 20th century (laughs) yeah 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 so good very good yeah that's that's the definite mvp i'm gonna go with the detroit mercy's men's basketball team oh yeah dropping 26 straight comeback beat iupui uh handily like I said, and the lone guy going out there running, rushing the court. <laughs> I, what I a, couldn't what get the video, video to play. Just one dude runs out there. He's just like, yeah, we did it, bros. <laughs> I know. And Detroit Mercy is like, and it's close to where I grew up. I know it. And it's like, it's always had this kind of like sad affair with Detroit basketball. Cause it's like the guys that don't go off play there. And sometimes they've had good last year. They had the guy that was in the hunt to break, uh Pete Maravich's all-time scoring record and Antone Davis um then they moved on and then they just dropped 26 in a row so good on them good for you guys keep fighting they're talking about getting ready for March which is hilarious <laughs> uh yep streaks start with one well thanks for listening guys uh we are going into that time of season where we look up basketball stuff. So we'll just, we'll officially have NBA <laughs> kick off next week, uh, but we will do, we might move it up to just make, go and put it in rip. So it gets all the time it deserves, but want to go through our over unders for 2023 NFL, see how we landed on that. I'm excited to hear you. I promise you, I will not text MA, but until mm-hmm. then guys, thanks for listening. in. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Liz, wherever you are out there, I promise I still love you. Please come back to me. You're so cool in high school. Why don't why don't you love me? Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.